Connecting your team to the largest community of technology-minded leaders from tribes across the country. Welcome to the Tribal Hub Podcast. Hi, everybody. Michelle here with the Tribal Hub team. We are currently at the TribalNet conference, and I am sitting here with Wendy Barnhart, the telehealth lead coordinator at Grass Valley Health Center located in California. Um, Wendy recently spoke with a panel here at Tribal Hub, or sorry, at TribalNet during the Indian and Health Centers and Electronic Consult Improving Access to Specialty Care session. Wendy, welcome, and thank you for taking the time to stay after your session and chat with me for a little bit. Oh, of course. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad you're here. So before we get into some of the questions that we wanted to cover from your session today, why don't you give our listeners a little bit of background on yourself and the Chapa Day Indian Health Team, which is where where you work with. Okay, let's see. I've actually been in healthcare for about 30 years. I started working in a nonprofit healthcare setting back in 2003 in a really small clinic way up on what we call a ridge mm-hmm. above the uh, Grass Valley, Nevada City area, which is in Northern California above Sacramento area. Okay. And really tiny rural clinic. And I discovered telehealth and just became this cheerleader for telehealth because it's just such a phenomenal way to access specialty care and a lot of other things, trainings, everything. So, um, and, you know, in an environment where it's really, really, really hard to get um, good quality specialty care for mm-hmm. patients. And um, so I I've been doing that now since 2003, and um, I was there for 11 years, I think. And then I came to Chapa Day. They wanted to start a telehealth program, and one thing led to another. I came here in 2014 and started the telehealth program, and then from there discovered e-consults, and it's just mushroomed Blossomed, yeah. Yeah, that's really, really great. So you were kind of looking at a lot of the telehealth before it really kind of got you know, to where it's more mainstream, I guess you could say now. Yes. So that was, that's great. That's really it, great. That was, I, I started, telehealth in some form has been around for a really long time, I discovered, mm-hmm. but just weird kind of interesting thing that not really telehealth officially, but yeah, it was just starting to really start to take hold and happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were a lot of regulations around it. So right. it really imp- pretty much impossible. And you were mm-hmm. kind of locked down into uh, certain payer types could only do it, or you could only bill if you were the specialty site and, you know, which made it not sustainable on a clinic mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Hmm, Interesting. So in your session today, you talked about your success in providing patients access to the specialty care like we were talking about through um, e-consult electric, uh, yeah, electronic consult. So can you give a brief explanation for maybe our listeners who aren't, you know, working within the health um, vertical, what that actually means? Yeah, um, it comes under the heading of telehealth, essentially, which means it's remote access to specialty care. That's the short version. Okay. But it doesn't involve a camera. It doesn't, what it is, in the old days, primary care providers, they were just called doctors at that time, (laughs) did things called curbside consults. You'd go in to see your doctor and there'd be something he wasn't quite sure about. And he'd say, have a seat here. And he'd get on the phone and talk to some specialist friend of his mm-hmm. and run the case by him. And they guys, oh, we'll do this and this and this because that's the specialist. They'd hang up and he'd do that. So this is that only on steroids. Okay. It's, um, what we do is there is a referral process that every medical provider has. So they create the referral. The referral coordinators or referral specialists take that referral, include all documents and imaging and labs and all that kind of thing. And then they send it to an in-person specialist normally, Mm -hmm. which in our setting can 
you know, you may not be able to find that specialty, first of all, for your payer type, for the payer type, the insurance company that you're dealing with. If you do, they're scheduled at least two months out, sometimes more like six, or they're two or three hour drive away. Right. In the patient population we deal with, all of those are impossible. Plus, who wants to wait six months for specialist care? If you need a specialty, you need it now. So what we do instead is we've contracted with a couple of groups who have specialists, and these are high-quality specialists, or they don't stick. They don't mm-hmm. last because we're allowed to do surveys about how we liked working with them. So what we do is we send all that information through our portal to the specialist's office or through this to this group, and they forward it on to the specialist. Specialist reviews all the documentation. They review mm-hmm. all the imaging and the labs and all this and say and all the write-up we include office notes and everything that support it then the specialist gives tentative diagnoses tentative ways of treatment suggests certain things maybe they need more information maybe they need hey because i'm a specialist i know this i need this lab and this lab or i need this diagnostic i need this imaging and then get that all and then so that e-consult comes back to us we do whatever we've been asked to do and if that's it and so we have to do they tell us what medications the person might need and all that and um yeah and it's this happens within two to three days. So this is a patient who would have had to wait to get in. Months, Two maybe. to six months, yes. Yeah. And possibly have to work out transportation, which is virtually impossible for a lot of our people. Um, you know, 200, 200 mile drive, you yeah. know, one way. And so- For one um, appointment only, yeah. Exactly, that's just the basic appointment. Yeah. If they are going to need in-person specialty care, this doctor though has given all the basics. The specialist has said, get this lab, this lab, this, this is all the stuff that someone's gonna need if they are going to do this. Mm-hmm. And they include that, they say, okay, try this medication or whatever and get this going, which means the patient starts getting some care right now mm-hmm. while they wait for a specialty, either in-person, and very often they'll say it doesn't have to be in-person, can be a telehealth visit. We have mm-hmm. what's called synchronous telehealth, where we are connecting the patients using Zoom or some other platform. Mm-hmm. We have telehealth carts like they have in the hospitals, mm-hmm. and patient comes into the office, or now, because of the way things are in California, they can do it from home, right? as long as it's not something we have to see really up close or mm-hmm. do special cameras with. And they get this in face-to-face, because face-to-face means either in-person or telehealth. It just means mm-hmm. you can see the person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they'll let us know. Ideally, this person would do, would do a face-to-face visit, either telehealth or if that's not available, get them to an in-person. But in the meantime, you've started their treatment. You maybe even have a diagnosis. Yeah. You've done all the imaging and all the labs and all the diagnostics that that specialist is going to need. Mm-hmm. And the really cool thing about this, even cooler, is that Literally, since we've been doing this for about six years now, 85, fully, it's stayed this 85 to 87 percent mm-hmm. of the e consults that we send come back and they never have to go see a specialist, not oh in telehealth or anything. It's a co managing kind of a situation because we can mm-hmm. send a follow up question if we want. Mm-hmm. We get the same specialist. It's, and so it can be this ongoing thing. And it's pretty inexpensive and a lot of the insurance companies pay for it and otherwise we get grants and things that for mm-hmm. uninsured patients and things like that so but literally it has been consistent for six years 85 percent of our patients who have e-consults the e-consult is just acted upon by the pcp and it's a co-managing situation and they never have to even go see a specialist that is absolutely phenomenal. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, that's, you should be. That's amazing. I love it. So question then, when you're talking specialists, is there is is it any specialist? So is this could this be OBGYN? Could it be like pediatrics? Is it orthopedic? Like how, how there, is that? 
there are obviously some specialties, like you can't have a baby via e-consult. Right. There's a lot of the other stuff you can do. You could be consulting with mm-hmm. someone. You don't have to be in their office. And there's lab work involved in these kind of things. They have to do hands-on things. There are specialties that don't lend themselves as well to this. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, most do. Some of these, like our telehealth carts and things, like even for telehealth, you have electronic stethoscopes that you're using. Mm-hmm. So maybe one thing is maybe they say, okay, do this and this and this, but get them in for telehealth visit. Still, the patient's only coming to our clinic. Right. We're their medical home. It's where they're comfortable doing. At the most, they've driven 20 minutes or half right. an hour or whatever, not three-hour drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of one of our sites is extremely rural. One of ours mm-hmm. is less rural, but it's still rural. You know, mm-hmm. It's still a half-hour drive to the nearest city. Um, so, yeah, there are, but it is. It's pediatrics. We have, we utilize 11 specialties because those ones okay. that we have a real shortage of and we have difficulty getting people in. But it's almost every specialty mm-hmm. it has on a, it's a consultative model, obviously. It's mm-hmm. not a hands-on thing. Mm-hmm. But so many things start with a consult, mm-hmm. you know. So, oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, it's pediatrics. It's, you know, geriatrics. It's it's just, yeah, pretty, pretty much every anything. specialty. Yep. That's amazing. Yep. So I guess my next question was, I know you said you've been working with, in, you know, kind of pushing this to, to where it is now for a very long time. Did, in, in, within telehealth, within tribes, we saw a lot of tribes working towards really putting telehealth to the front of their of their plans because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yep. Did this, ha- did COVID play a role in anything that you've been doing? You know, overall it did. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, I kind of was the bad guy because, um, we were wrapping up right when COVID hit, we were wrapping up a three-year grant that we had and it was about telehealth. It was all this documentation and all this spreadsheets of tracking everything, patient healthcare outcomes, all these things. People have been doing telehealth for a long time, remote access to care. We know this already because we've been tracking everything for so long and it's so frustrating because the payers, that's the insurance companies Mm -hmm. or Medicare or Medi-Cal, you know, commercial insurance, they're always the last to get on board with anything. Mm -hmm. Even when documentation shows clearly that patient health care outcomes improved because people keep their appointments. Right. There's no show rates plummeted. So during COVID, it, that became very obvious. I was the way I said I was a, I was kind of a bad guy. I said, you know, guys, I hate to say this, but COVID was like one of the best things that happened for telehealth. Talk about your national sure. and international mm-hmm. pilot project, mm-hmm. a two-year pilot project that had numbers and data and not just in our little town or our, mm-hmm. a few little clinics. This was nationwide. So all of a sudden, patient healthcare outcomes are seeing they improve. Mm-hmm. People go, well, how could that be? Well, because the biggest one is no-show rates plummeting. Yeah, so they're keeping their appointments. Over the years, we've tracked why do people no-show? You've got these high no-show rates. Mm-hmm. They no-show because especially our patient populations, they don't have a vehicle. Mm-hmm. They can't pay for gas. They've got to put food on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, their friend who is going to give them a ride flaked out. Right. Their child is sick, so they've got to say, they're sick, so they've got to say, all of that goes away when it's a telehealth visit and they can do it from home. Right. Um, you get rid of what they call this four walls rule that says it has to be within a clinic's four walls to be able to bill for it. Well, mm-hmm. this took all that away. Yeah. Everybody was paying for it. So now your CMS, Medicare, Medi-Cal, all of the Medi-Cal has always been pretty good, but you had to have special circumstances. But yeah, so in that way, it did. We got all of our docs, all of our um, PCPs, our nursing staff, everybody, because we already had telehealth. It was a week and we were up and running for all of our PCPs to be able to do telehealth with their wow. patients on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. and everything. And 
um, it's just been amazing. And what's been really fun is to see because people had to figure out what's available. We can't not give our patients care. Yeah. And so an e-consult is part of that. It's mm-hmm. so streamlined. And it's we get our e-consult responses back. Our contractual agreement is 48 to 72 business hours. Every now and then it's a really complex one. It might take five business days. Generally, it's a day or two. And we've mm-hmm. got that response back. Our provider is on the phone with the patient. When the patient comes in and they go over all this stuff. And so it's like this this three-way thing. You've got a specialist who's not in the room. But when you go see a specialist, we might not even get the notes. We, mm-hmm. Or if we do, it's two or three weeks down right. the road. Mm-hmm. So, um, or the patient so has to bring them. and all Exactly. That yeah. Or you're calling constantly. Right. But yeah, the COVID thing, it really brought to the forefront a little bit for us because we already had all that in place. Mm-hmm. But the importance of it just skyrocketed. And other clinics and other things are on all these calls. How are you doing it? How are you know? And yeah. everybody was helping everybody else because mm-hmm. everybody was, you know, sharing information because mm-hmm. how did you get on? And there were still some clinics who just couldn't couldn't do it six months down the road and their patients are suffering. They're suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, COVID, I think kind of across the board was a big motivating factor in getting all this Absolutely. to the forefront. And mm-hmm. because just the outcomes, it's in the end, it's less expensive for insurance companies because mm-hmm. it keeps people out of the ER. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Keeps people out of the ER. Um, providers, PCPs learn a ton. I hear this from them all the time. They learn so much because they're dealing directly with a specialist, which they mm-hmm. never get to do. Yeah. And I talked to one just the other day. He said, um, and, and this has been a big one. PCPs are finding, primary care providers are finding that once they've been doing the e-consults for a while, they, it might be a little longer before they have to refer the next time Mm because they know this condition. Right. They've treated it. They've helped treat it. They're co-managing with a specialist. So it's that much longer before they refer Mm -hmm. because they've got that information. They've been, Mm -hmm. it's like on the job training for these primary care providers and they're excited. They love that. Mm -hmm. So yes. That's really cool. The short answer is yes. Sorry, that's my all right. Pa- put I my pom poms away. Yeah, I love your passion. It's awesome. <laughs> oh. So, in your session today, then, did you have tribes in there, or you know, representatives from tribal health facilities, who are you know looking to bring you know the e consult into? Because it seems like you know a tribe, a health center could have you know a telehealth and not have an e-consult. So sure. it's just like, you know, another kind of added level for yeah. them. Are you, are you, were the people who were in the session today look, listening, like yes. looking for them? From, they were. Yes. So this is were. like the next step for Yeah. yeah. They were saying, a lot of people don't understand what e, what do you mean e-consult? Right. Like we've worked with our providers. Please, when you talk to your patients, explain what e-consult was. So we started our presentation with that. Here's what it looks like physically, yeah. at least in our setting. And I've seen it done different ways, but this is the basic. If you just say e-consult to patients, they don't well what is that what so does explain, that mean yeah. well it's it's like the old curbside consult which still mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know so you explain it and the fun thing with patients is that later they'll go the ones that never had to go see especially go i never even had to go to a specialist mm-hmm. because there's that 85 percent who just get managed and co-managed by the pcp but yeah quite if we we were we were pleasantly surprised there were a lot of really good questions you know how sometimes mm-hmm. they'll say you have any questions and everybody's kind of sits there and yeah. stares at each other and you're going oh and we had quite a few really good really really obviously wanting to know answers right. how did you do this and what mm-hmm. and when i gave when i did my part of the presentation i was talking a lot about because i was you know operational i was in there you know what does it take what is you know what 
what are, what were the pitfalls in the beginning? Mm-hmm. Um, what how do you get the most? Because buy in is important. You want everyone to fully understand what it is so they can embrace it. Mm-hmm. And even still, six years down the road, when you get providers because they're busy people and they're trying to just push it, they just send them just send them somewhere. Yeah. Like, oh no, can't do that because the rule is yeah. we do have rules around it. Sure. But yeah, they were really excited and really interested, asking That's a great. lot of good IT questions and mm-hmm. questions about is this like embedded within your system? You know, right? And there's so many different platforms we deal with two vendors specifically who have specialists mm-hmm. and then but there's lots of others you mm-hmm. know so so yeah we had a lot of really good questions and a lot of interesting people were trying to okay it's like you said it's then it's the next piece next it's yeah. like and it's and it's that same thing it is improved access to, to specialty care which is so hard for our patient populations mm-hmm. whether it's payer type or whether you're uninsured or whatever so if I can get quick really good access to specialty care instead of my patients having to suffer mm-hmm. for a minimum of two months, maybe longer. And even when they do get in, they got it. Someone's got to drive them two hours. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah, there seemed to be a lot of, a lot of interest in it. People actually mm-hmm. came up after the talk and were asking us questions oh, and I writing down things. It was yeah, really cool. That's so cool. Very cool. So have you seen or heard from anybody like what, what kind of setbacks would you, would you see? Like, did you, did you experience any, did you have, you know, pushback <laughs> from tribal council or it or pro, was it providers? Like what kind of, I'm sure there is a lot of them, but, or even, you know, even one thing we talk about all the time is that, you know, access to internet. You know what I mean? That's especially in these rural tribal communities. It's a big thing. So did you experience any of those or some of them? And we, we have good, we have a great IT department. We have good internet access. We have all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of clinics actually do. They've worked a lot of that out. It doesn't require anything special on the provider's part. You know, you just, Mm -hmm. we have the port, we have our EHR system Mm -hmm. and we send our referrals through the portal. If you don't have that, then what you do is you would just, you know, print it out and fax it off. Right. You know, so just the, the old fashioned way. Yeah. Which yeah. cracks me up. I, thought, yeah. I fax all the time. What are you talking about? Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, initially, as with any change, it's change and it's hard. Yeah. And you've got primary care providers and a clinic setting where everybody's running a thousand miles an hour, wrenches are thrown in all day long. Mm-hmm. And you have to be supportive of that, you have to be understanding of it. And we're going to do this. So mm-hmm. what's the best yeah. way? Yeah, if we're yeah. going to do this, and we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did, in the very beginning, we had this amazing, I think having a physician champion really helps. Like if mm-hmm. you've got a medical provider who really gets and is excited about it. And it doesn't have to, it could be a lead nurse who right. gets and understands or someone Sees who, hey, we used to see that in school and they come on. Just someone that people trust and respect or someone who knows. It could be a me, you know, because mm-hmm. I was right there alongside Dr. Mulligan, who was our just this amazing medical director. We've been with him forever. If you, he could, it's like if you build, build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. If he said it, you trust it. But yes, there was some pushback. There were questions. There were things about scheduling and I don't understand how this is going to work. We had multiple, just like we did when we started the telehealth program, we had multiple providers provider meetings where everyone was involved and they always had me there because I had the background in telehealth and answer every single question you can. You try Mm -hmm. to relay any fears. If there's something I don't know, I'm going to find out and get back to them. Um, If they bring up a very valid thing based on how their clinic, the clinic runs, then I'm going to address that. You Mm -hmm. want to help them understand and have very clear workflows and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I said, even today, they still, as humans, we tend to fall back on the tried and true, what we know. Yeah. In a busy day, where you, if you have to think about one more thing, it's still a little different for people because you're so used to just sending a referral out and you never right. see it. Plus, 
it's a little more work. It requires that you, you know, type this thing up and then put in a question, but really it's not that much. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they've learned that and the pay, the pay off for it. We actually had one of our family nurse practitioners did a little video and he sent it. He said, you know, it is a little bit more work because you have to stop. You don't just write out the referral, send it, a referral coordinator yeah. sends it off. You, um, you have to give it some thought and put a question in and all that. And, so you'll get a provider that's just tries to send it through and our referral coordinators know. <laughs> no, especially for these 11 specialties, if that comes through, check the payer type. And if it's one that you send, send a, a message to the provider and say, hi there. And yes. you're nice and supportive because, you know, we do have a couple that are really pushback queens mm-hmm. and we know who they are. <laughs> and we said, um, and this particular special, just a reminder, this particular specialty and this payer type generally go for e-consult first because that's the rule. Mm-hmm. We had to have it or it would never happen, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and they, every now and then I'll get something. And was, a lot of them say, oh, yes, shoot, I forgot. And they yeah. just, okay, here's my question I wanted to ask and all their mm-hmm. questions. Sometimes you go and say, oh, you know, I just really can we just and it sure let me let me run this by the medical director. And they go, Oh, just here's my question. Just yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. But um for the most part, it's that they forgot or they're so busy or whatever and they can't maybe keep straight which payer types and all that. And that's fine. We don't we don't care. But we did have to have the rule and basically it is everything goes for e consult first. Mm-hmm. And one of the big ones and once you tell this to providers, I have to remind them, is even if they want it to go to a telehealth specialist, I might be scheduled a month out. I just finished my clinics for this month. Mm-hmm. And I say, so here's the deal. If we send an e-consult right now, then in two days, we'll have some responses back. We'll know if we need more imaging, if we need more mm-hmm. labs, if we need more of this. So that when they do do that telehealth and they may say, yeah, this this would be best seeing a telehealth provider. So a month down the road or three months when they, or three weeks, when they see that specialist, that specialist has everything they need. They hit the ground running because another specialist in the same specialty told us what we needed to get. What were the other things based on this particular one? There's some generalities, but there's specifics of that patient's case. Mm -hmm. And so that first visit with that telehealth specialist, when Mm -hmm. they do the live video visit, they've got everything they they need. They can go for diagnosing. They can try some medications. When we don't do the e-consult, then they get there in a month, you know, and do the televisit, mm-hmm. that specialist can say, okay, I'm going to need this and I'm going to need yeah. this. So then when they do then the one month follow-up, you're yep. two months out Absolutely. and you could have hit the ground running. So mm-hmm. once they remember that, they go, oh yeah, of course, because also it might be a couple of e-consults back and forth, but still you're only out a week, mm-hmm. you know, and you've got everything you could possibly need for them to get in with that specialist. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's amazing. It's really amazing what you're doing. Yeah. Well, and it's benefiting so many members and patients to just give them that better care. And it's just going to improve. And some of these people have been suffering for a long time already. And then you tell Mm -hmm. them, we cannot. And I listen to the referral coordinators. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard for them because they have... People think, oh, you just send out a referral. No, you don't. You have to find the offices that take that insurance, and you find out that one's no longer taking that insurance. Mm-hmm. Then you have to redirect it to another right. one, and then you need, oh, this doctor didn't include this imaging, so you got to get that imaging. And it's just a nightmare for the referral coordinator. Sometimes right. it's a week or two before we can even get it out the door anyway. Mm-hmm. But if we can just send it, mm-hmm. and it's literally our average is two to three three day turnaround time to get that response back. Mm-hmm. And then you can send a follow-up if there's another question. So Amazing. And, and our and the bottom line is most providers, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of providers, they just won't care for their patients. And once you slow them down enough and re explain that to them and they go, Oh, 
yeah, dang it. Okay, yes, and they do it. And they're really apologetic. It's not like they're trying to push back. It's right. just they forget and it's easier and they're busy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, we're just absolutely. there to remind them yeah. and to support them any way we can. Yeah, so, yeah. that's great. I'm so glad that you were here and able to speak to our at our conference. Like, I, I think so many people got a lot of knowledge from you in the panel. So. Thank you. This was so much fun. Yeah. I told them I said, I was gonna remember, so they made me leave my pom-poms at home. <laughs> Because you can't see him anyway, but I get, I get yeah. Wendy, calm down. Yeah. Bring it down. Just sit and talk. Yeah, yeah so thank you. That's I great. love it. It's love just it. so fun to be able to get the word out that there's, yeah. there's, and it's it's not the only way, but it's one more equal, and it's equal. Mm-hmm. Telehealth, e-consults, they're coming up on an equal playing field. And our whole thing, all the regulatory stuff I've been through in all the years, it's like we just want it to be available and we really feel I bottom line is I feel like it's another mode of of care that's mm-hmm. easy quick access and ultimately if they have to go see somebody there's enough patients to go around for everyone so that's not an issue but if um if we can just get it on an even playing field and reg, regulation wise and legislatively and everything just say it's up to the medical provider and the patient and their families to decide what's the best one for this particular visit. Mm -hmm. Does it need to be in person? No. Here, let me talk to the specialist, you know, and I get all the answers I need and I'm perfectly equipped to handle this, you Mm -hmm. know. So, yeah, I'm super excited. I'm really glad you guys invited me. Yeah. And this was your first travel net. Yeah, it was. I'm like, yeah, this is is awesome. Yeah. So what do you think? That was my next question. I was amazed. It's so funny because you'd think I'd know. I mean, I've been at Chapin Indian Health for... Uh, since 2014, and and I know Tribal Med, I, I mm-hmm. you know, and I'm on all the Tribal Hub, Hub things, and I knew it was coming for this, but I had a really busy four days prior to this, and then I came, and all of a sudden I go, oh wait, this is the real thing. This yes. is a this is a big conference, and it's been so well managed and handled. And anything we needed, they were right there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes before we even asked, I go, oh. Why are you here? He goes, oh, I'm here to help you with your projector. And I go, oh, we were just going to go ask about that. It's been Perfect. awesome. The support has been great. And it's all the That's information. Great. I got a number of emails ahead of time from the right people who just told me. So all I had to do is walk in and just follow directions. Uh-huh. And do. No, I've, I've been amazed. It's been fun. Awesome. Really neat. Great. Well, thank, thank you for you. taking the time. I appreciate it. For more information on today's podcast, just click on the show notes. If you have a story to share or a topic you'd like to see us cover, reach out to our team on LinkedIn or via email at contactus at tribalhub.com. See you soon.